How you guys doing? I actually deleted the last podcast I was just working on tonight, so that's kind of wild, but it's okay. We're just going to do it later, so this is a different thing now. Um, I hope you guys are having a good day. I haven't done a podcast in a minute because I don't feel like I was exactly where I needed to be, and that's something that might not make a sense to a lot of people, but I feel as though when I make a podcast, the one thing I don't want to do is be a hypocrite. I don't want to give people advice about how to better themselves while I'm not bettering myself. It doesn't mean that like I'm torn down and doing awful, but it does mean that like I'm not actively bettering myself. Does that make sense? Like I could literally be top of my class and on school, but like if I'm stuck right there, then I'm not bettering myself. If like that is exactly where I'm stuck, savoring in that moment that I'm not doing what I need to do. So even though I haven't given y'all a podcast in like half a year and hundreds of you have tapped in, which is just crazy to me, um, I'd rather give you a podcast 7,000 years later than give you a podcast that I personally feel doesn't come from the right place. So when you hear my voice, you hear me thinking that I'm truly bettering myself. You hear me thinking that everything is going at least in the way that it should go if someone's taking themselves seriously. I also learned a lesson today while making this podcast about um, saving. Yeah, saving. I just lost like 30 minutes of a podcast. Craziest thing. But uh, honestly, I was like, you know what? I said I was going to make one today. So regardless, it's getting made. And then I realized I had a really good idea, actually, about what I wanted to make it about. So I was kind of like almost happy that it got deleted because I was able to realize that there's something else I wanted to talk about, at least right now today. But um, today's subject on the You Are The Main Character podcast will be about waging war with yourself. I think a lot of people are going to hear that and like maybe cringe or look at it negatively. Like, oh, my God, waging war with yourself. What in the what in the lion Leo star sign tendency is that alpha male thing? Right. But no, not what I mean. Um, Waging war with yourself isn't about destroying the person you are. It's not about making yourself better for your environment and for other people's attention. I think that's the big issue, right? A lot of times when people talk about stuff like that, it's always like, oh, this is how you're going to get more women. This is how you're going to get more women. Men, this is how you're going to get to the bag. This is how you're going to get rich. This is how you're going to be successful. And it's like, that's not really why I do it, right? Or why anyone should do it, probably. Um, I'm actually going to specify the relationship thing. I think this is specifically going to be about a relationship thing. So give me one second. I actually had to get up. Oh, so sorry about that. But um, yeah, waging war with yourself, I think to me is about being able to realize that you're not perfect and that you could be better without tearing other people down. Because I think that's a big issue with this little con. I think a lot of times when people say they're waging war with themselves, it always comes off kind of weird to me because like they immediately go to tear other people down. And I think that if you're trying to tear people down while doing it, you're not doing it correctly for a couple of reasons, actually. First off, I don't think it's genuine. When you're telling yourself or other people around you, oh man, yesterday I just shredded this workout. You, you fat people could never. It's like, what was the purpose of that? If you are telling me that you're genuinely getting shredded, you're an Olympic level athlete and you're all this stuff, you're crazy stoked and yoked up. It's like, why would you ever 
metaphorically go down? Why would you punch down? What is the purpose of it? And if you don't get what I'm saying, like Olympic athletes, at least ones with some class and decorum, they're not going to text a high schooler and be like, oh, look at your look at your 40 time. Look at your 400. <laughs> what is this? That's silly. That's silly because they stand nothing to gain from it at all. You can't say, oh, but the competitive nature. What competitive nature? That high schooler doesn't stand a chance against an Olympian. What would the Olympian gain from stoking that flame? They might not even make it to the Olympics. You say, oh, well, they look great. They might make it down the road, okay? And that person's probably going to be done with their career by then. The reality is that when you punch down, it's to make yourself feel better. If you're doing anything to make yourself feel better as far as progress is concerned, you might as well just stop progressing. Progress is about actually moving forward for yourself. So that's what waging war with yourself should mean. Waging war with yourself should mean that when you go work out, when you hit the books, when you study, when you do anything, whether it is nasty deeds at nighttime or scholarly behavior at daytime, you should be able to sit down and say, I'm only focused on how well I'm doing. When you do 30 push-ups, you shouldn't be at a, you shouldn't be saying, oh, my friend beside me did 25. I've done great. If you did 30 push-ups and you're not tired, do 31, 32, 35, 40, 45, 50. You should never be finished until you're tired. You should never be finished until you're drenched in sweat. You should never be finished with anything until you're damn near exhausted because that's what passion looks like. And it could be anything. Sports, reading, studies, art. Everything, everything, if you have true passion, should come with being tired. Tired does not mean hating what you do. Tired does not mean being frustrated at the end of the night. Tired means that you gave it your absolute all. And that is why I think comparing yourself to other people doesn't work. Because you never know who's giving it their absolute all. You can't read minds. You're not going to be able to perceive who's doing their best you could go play basketball and get absolutely slaughtered by someone who's not even trying then like are you going to compare yourself to them oh well, you know i didn't do that badly they're not even trying or you could absolutely destroy people who are also again not even trying are you gonna base your ability on that i don't know man listen i'm not going to a high school wrestling match and throwing kids around and they're going to be like, oh, wow, you guys are weak. I'm a beast. Like, bro, what? You're a grown adult. You have so many years of experience, ability, dexterity built into you getting older. Of course, you're going to be better than them. If you're comparing yourself to your settings, it's never going to work. And, and I'm not even done. There's another reason. A lot of times when you compare yourself to the people around you, there's a saying you probably heard that there's always a bigger fish. There's been a lot of people historically you can look who had these great careers, who did amazing in all these different uh, professions or hobbies at a lower level. And then they went to the next level and they bombed. I think there was a kid in high school that dropped over 100 points in a basketball game as a white kid. And uh, he was going nutty. I'm talking. He was averaging like 40, 50 points a game. And then when it came time for him to get to college, he barely averaged 19. And then he didn't even make it to the NBA. It's like, it's impossible to get better 
by always being focused on your surroundings. And a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't seem to understand that. You never know how hard people are working around you. Now, if you have some good friends around you, you can afford to sit down and actually sweat it out with them and compare yourself to them. When you know the people that you're hanging out with and you know they never give up, then yeah, you can compare yourself to them. But comparing yourself to random people, which is what I see a lot of you doing, that's kind of the issue. Because, you know, when you say to yourself, I'm the best in the room, you're only the best in the room. It's like king of the hill. You're the king of that hill. There's a hill down the road. There's another hill. There's a mountain. There's another mountain. There's a bigger mountain. There's some new landforms so massive we've never discovered it on another planet. You get my point. You get my point. Mount Everest might be the biggest mountain on Earth, but there's a mountain probably 20 times bigger on a different planet. Not probably there is. And all of these planets contain people giving it their best. If you get the metaphor, all these different cities, all these different areas, all these different locations, there are people waging war with themselves. There are people who do the 40 push-ups and say, damn, I can give you 45. Oh, I got 50 in me. No matter how tired they feel, they keep going. Um, I don't always do this perfectly, but I do do this. And, and, and it's an amazing feeling because when you think to yourself, wow, I'm so tired and exhausted. You have the agency to at least know that you're tired for a good reason. You're exhausted for a good reason. Waging war with yourself is about being happy with the results. It's about looking at everything you do with love and passion without tearing other people down. Because people tear themselves, people tear other people down like 24 seven. It's actually so gross to me. I don't even like being on the internet that much anymore just cause I, and the way people do it is so like subtle and subliminal that a lot of times they feel like they've done nothing wrong. It could be something so, I'll give you an example. I'll get on a I'll get on social media and there'll be a post of a woman saying something like, Oh, I'm I'm a bad bee and other women can never do this. Or it'll be a man saying, Imagine not being able to lift two two five, two twenty five as a rep and they'll be saying it seriously. I've said that before as a joke. Absolutely joking though. But there'll be people who'll say it really seriously. And it's like Imagine being concerned with what people who can't even do what you're doing is doing. Doesn't that sound silly? I feel like if you look at all the greatest to ever do anything, none of them thought like that. You might be able to find one or two, but I think almost all of them always looked forward, never around. Well, there's an interview of LaMelo talking about playing with his high school team. And the interviewer is like, so who here can guard you? Which is like a loaded question, right? And obviously he's like, oh, the kid's not gonna answer the question. But then LaMelo immediately goes, nobody here can guard me. And he starts pointing to each one of his team members and saying, they can't guard me. Now, it was a bit abrasive, but he was being genuine at the very least. It wasn't like he was trying to tear them down. He was telling the God honest truth because later on you look at clips and yeah, none of them could guard him. You know, probably was a bit rude to say, but it was genuine and I think that's what it makes a difference. Genuinely telling the truth when asked a question is very different from tearing people down without even being so much as approached. Because that's the thing. A lot of people tear people down who didn't even ask. You know, you have those people 
who are really good at something and they they have to mention it oh yeah i'm great at this i'm great at this i'm great at that and um yeah y'all could never and it's like who asked who said we could never and you know i've seen a lot of these people get humbled but you know it's well, this isn't a podcast about karma gonna get its come up even though karma always does get its come up this is a podcast about why that's a bad idea to brag it to the people around you that they're not as good as you I'm trying to help people understand that it doesn't just hurt people's feelings. It holds you back. If you don't care anything at all about people's feelings, at the very least, you're holding yourself back. I've never met a super successful person who's like an athlete or a writer or an artist or anything like that who compares themselves to people. I never have. And I know a couple. I've, I've been honored and blessed enough to know a lot of really successful people. And... I even pride myself on being somewhat successful, but sitting down and genuinely comparing yourself to the people, it just slows you down. Because like, you have to understand, people around you are like chains. And, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you are chained to every person that you surround yourself with. When you do something, you're always going to be factoring in how well they do it, why they do it, what you do compared to them. Everything's always going to be a comparison, a debate, an argument with each person around you. And you have to break those chains. Breaking those chains does not mean that you're going to stop being connected to them. It means the connection changes. When you compare yourself to the people, the shackles are like cold, wrought, iron, hard encasing you, roughing your skin up. It's, it's a literal metaphor for how you're being held down and oppressed by your own views. But when you break that connection, when you break those chains, instead you get the breeze of wind, you get the flow of water, you get spiritual ties to these people. Because when you're no longer worried about comparing yourself to people, you can enjoy their presence in time without turning everything into competition. Competition is great, but competing with people lesser than you and being satisfied with that will never be great. You will never gain from that. You will never be better from that. You have to be able to compete with just yourself. You have to be able to tell yourself that I played better yesterday. I did something better the day prior. You have to be able to say, this isn't my best. I've given it more. Because the people who are really the best at everything they do, that's how they talk. Whether it's art, cooking, swimming, whether it's sports, studies, inventions, engineering, they're always sitting down and saying, damn, I could have definitely done that better. And it's the realization that Maybe they fumbled a bit that helps them create a better connection with themselves because then the person that's holding you accountable is you. People around you are not going to hold you accountable. If you if you go test it, go do something you're good at and have a bad day and see if anyone sits there and goes, man, what's, what's going on with you? It's, it's not that people don't give a damn. It's that. People are so busy in their own lives. You think people have time to sit down and be like, hey, why is he not running a 4.940 today? He's seeming a little slow. You think people have time to go, oh man, she bombed that test. Doesn't she have a 4.0? You think people have always had the time for that? Listen, it's great to have great friends around you, and I do, I'm lucky, but you don't get to have that 24 seven. Sometimes you're gonna be solo dolo. This past half year, I've been solo dolo, and it's not because I've had to. I have great friends. But I needed to go go to war with myself. And sometimes going to war with yourself can be different. For me, it meant disappearing and working on what I wasn't doing right.
For other people, it might mean getting more friends and competing hard with them. For some people, that's a middle ground. No one gets to decide what the waging war with yourself means, but there is a proper way to do it. It means building yourself up and not tearing others down. Not tearing others down. Waging war with yourself means looking in the mirror every day and saying, what can I do better? It doesn't mean hating yourself for your failure. It doesn't mean hurting yourself when you do something wrong. It doesn't mean getting in your head and thinking that there's going to be some great consequences for making a mistake. It means being able to accept that you're not perfect, that you're going to make mistakes. But it also means being able to accept that a lot of those mistakes can be fixed. No one's going to have a great game every day. No one's going to be perfect every day. You're going to bomb. You're going to make mistakes. Is that Where's that song? Who never fucked up? You know that song I'm talking about? That's a real, that's a good song. Because it's true. Who's never fucked up? Who? Raise your hand. If you've never made a single mistake in your life, raise your hand. And not a hand will come up. Not an honest one, at least. You get my point, though. You got to be able to sit down and recognize that sometimes you're making a mistake because it's an off day. And sometimes you're making mistakes because there's a glaring issue you don't want to handle. And sometimes both of those are true. You have to be able to look at the man in the mirror. Michael Jackson said it first. Lil Wayne remixed it. You have to be able to say, look at the man in the mirror and recognize every good and bad that you do. You have to be careful and deliberate in your actions. You have to be able to be precise in the love that you give yourself and be compassionate with yourself. It's a balancing act because if you spend too much time hating yourself, then you'll never build yourself up. And if you spend too much time loving everything you do and thinking that you're perfect, you'll never correct your mistakes. It's a balancing act. Waging war with yourself, it's hard. It's so very hard. And for a lot of people, you have to be alone. That's something a lot of people don't want to hear. A lot of us need to go separate ourselves from other people to wage war with ourselves. It's really easy to get complacent when, even when you have great friends who have no problem telling you that you're making mistakes, it's a lot easier to still get too comfortable when you have that checks and balance. Sometimes the only person who can talk to you and may knock sense into your head is yourself. So that's really all I'm trying to get at. You got to love yourself, but you also got to be able to criticize yourself. Because if you can't do both of those things, you're never going to grow. If you're satisfied with your position, you won't go forward. You know, I'm going to leave you with one more thing. Another basketball reference. There's an interview where Kobe talks about comparing himself to Jordan, which is fine because Jordan, one of the greatest of all time. But there's also an interview where Kobe talks about how Jordan hurt his feelings. He doesn't say it like that. He says it like Jordan told him something that led him to go practice for day in and day out. He says it like Jordan became the person that Kobe wanted to take down more than anybody else. And, you know, while that might not be the best motivation, you know, revenge, Kobe still went on that field, went on that court, and did exactly what he said he was going to do the next time he saw Jordan, which was destroy him that game, and he did. Um, but you see, that's different, because that's the highest level of competition. 
I think there it's fine for there to be a little bit of animosity, a little bit of rivalry. The big point that I made earlier was that like comparing yourself to your local surroundings will never get you anywhere. Unless you're born in some ultra elite location where everybody is the best of the best in that area, then most likely comparing yourself to them is not going to make you the best in the world. It's not going to even make you the best in your country. And of course, there's some examples where that's different. There's probably a perfecter in Japan right now where everyone there is the greatest katana wielder of all time. You know, there's probably a place in Germany where they make the best beer and all of them can do that. You know, there's probably a place for these things. But for most people, you know, whether you're in the middle of Ohio, Massachusetts, Texas, Florida, whatever you do, people there are probably not the pinnacle, right? People there are probably not the greatest to ever do it. So it's probably not the best idea to head your bets on how well you do compared to them. Anyways, y'all get it. This is the You Are The Main Character podcast by David. And just remember, I don't actually get anything from doing this. Um, I'm just doing it because I want to help people. I give you like an, a scenario. Um, if you, for some reason, weird scenario, I guess. If you were a librarian and for some reason you've been, you've been researching aliens your entire life and then aliens attack and for some reason you know exactly what to do and you've bought up your library and you're completely safe and people are out there getting murdered in the streets you know you'd probably would feel guilty at least somewhat at least i would um and that's kind of how i see this i can't talk to everybody about everything i've learned and realized in life but i can make a podcast that can reach a lot of people so i only ask that you share and send it to people um not to get anything but to help people I just hope that people will hear this who need to hear it. I hope that it finds the right ears. And I hope that people understand that there's somebody in your corner. And whether it's me, the random voice you don't know, or it's your friends, there's always somebody in your corner, hopefully. And if there isn't, go find someone to be in your corner. Everybody needs somebody in their corner. How do you think boxers make it? Anyways, y'all have a good day. And remember, it's, it's all love around here. It's all love.